I'm Dave Monaco, the Alan Meyer Family Head of School at Parish Episcopal School. Welcome to the From My Angle podcast. On this episode, I speak with Mark Carlton, the head of school at Presbyterian School in Houston. Mark is in his 10th year at Presbyterian, a pre-K through 8th grade school serving over 500 students. In this edition of the podcast, Mark and I discussed the accreditation process for independent schools like Parish. Mark served ably as the chair of our 10-year reaccreditation for the Independent Schools Association of the Southwest and the Southwest Association of Episcopal Schools that took place in early October 2018. At that time, Mark led a team of 18 independent school administrators, faculty members, and association leaders to Parish for a three-day visit. In this conversation, Mark and I discuss why accreditation is important to schools like Parish, what Parish was asked to do as part of the accrediting process, how Parish led the way in designing and piloting new features of such a visit, and Mark will share some of the visiting team's general observations about their time on the parish campuses. I hope you'll enjoy the episode. Mark Carlton, welcome to the From My Angle podcast. We're glad to have you here. Glad to be here, glad to be here. So you have spent the last two and a half days at Parish, it's a Wednesday, um, early afternoon. You've been here since yep. uh, Sunday afternoon, and in fact, has really spent the last year with us yep. as the chair of our uh, accrediting committee for uh, the Independent School Association of the Southwest and for the Southwest Association of Episcopal Schools. But you got a day job. You're the, you had, right. you're the head right. of school at, at Presbyterian right. Presbyterian Day in Houston. So tell us about your school and tell us how long you've been there and tell us where you came from before that. Just give us a little introduction. Yeah, great. No, uh, so I. I've been the head of Presbyterian School in Houston. We're right in the middle of the city, across the street from the Museum of Fine Arts. Uh, I've been there for 10 years, my 10th year. Uh, before that, I was uh, in uh, boarding school outside of Atlanta, Darlington School. I was associate head there. I tell people I'm in the school business. My, my dad was a history professor. My mom was an academic librarian. So, you know, I, got, I had a few options in, in, my, in my life. Uh, we're a pre-K to 8 school, uh, about 600 kids. Um, you know, trying to trying to build a new building, get out of the get out of the church building. We've been sharing space with uh, with the church there in town, and uh, you know things things are good. Very exciting. Trying to lean into a lot of the a lot of the issues that you guys are trying to be a little bit more active in in getting our kids to learn and think about uh, how they learn. And uh, it's an exciting time to be ahead of school. Well, and because that is a busy job for you, I'm uh, ever more grateful for the amount of time you've invested in us and and uh, want our community to understand uh, it is not an insignificant volunteer role for you or the other 17 members who joined you on this uh, accrediting process. And I think for our parents, you know, they don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about our institutions being accredited. So uh, I, I feel like this podcast is important just to give this uh, this sense of background before we kind of maybe close out with, well, well what'd you see? Like, well, you know, at a high level, what did you yeah. see over these last two and a half days? So, you know, from your perspective as a head of school and, and one who, like I have, has been very much involved in these associations in, in the accrediting uh, uh, area and, and in that work, what does accreditation mean to you and why is it important to our, to our schools? Yeah, it's a good question. I think, and this is a conversation that you and I have had a lot, it, I think there's kind of two pieces to accreditation. There's the piece of it that is kind of examination of, you know, current practices. Um, you know, what I say is, is you know, uh, assessing where the rhetoric meets reality. Mm-hmm. So what we, is, is what we're saying about ourselves actually happening in the daily life of, you know, parents, students, and, and faculty. So there's the, there's the examination of sort of current practices. Mm-hmm. And then I think there is the, you know, the partnership with the school to kind of move them 
forward in areas that are important to to them and and hopefully important to the association. So, you know, we, we did a little bit of a different model here uh, mm-hmm. with you guys where we, you know, you get you gave us the opportunity, I think, to focus even more on um, the leaning forward. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how can we, as, you know, you said, a team of 17, 18 people, all in education, various, you know, roles, how can we look at some of the um, exciting challenges that you see in front of you at Parish? And, and uh, you know, I don't know, offer some observations, some recommendations, some expertise to, to help you maybe gain a different perspective. Yeah. So, yeah, so accreditation really ought to be about uh, examination of kind of program now. And, and we do. There's a piece of accreditation <clears throat> is the documentation of adherence to standards, right. you know, checking the boxes. You know, you, you have a safety and security plan. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got fire drills periodically, you yep. know, that kind of stuff. Uh, but then also just really what, what, do, you, what do you want to be? Uh, and in this association, you know, it's a it's a ten year process. So there's a lot, you know, sort of a lot un- to, to to sort of move move forward with. It's, it can be a difficult time period. Yeah, it's a lot of water under under the bridge. So yeah, I think you're. It, that's how I see it too. Is that a school? There's an operational component that we're looking at. There's an aspirational component, just to use different phraseology. And and for our parents to understand, accreditation by these organizations, ISAS is ninety plus schools from New Mexico to um, uh, to Louisiana, north up to. Kansas and, and here in Texas, um, SAES is uh, over 100 schools uh, across the generally same region. Um, the accreditation uh, validates to the state in which we exist uh, that we are complying with an agreed upon set of standards that uh, uh, meet uh, the definition of an effective school. It effectively allows us to be independent rather than public. So the public schools of Texas uh, essentially uh, defer to the Independent School Association, uh, the uh, obligation and responsibility to ensure that our schools uh, in the association are, are, are operating, again, on a daily basis, aligned with core principles in business and fiduciary management, in educational programming and policy, and safety and security, as Mark mentioned, really from soup to nuts. There are over 50 standards in this documentation of adherence to standards that we at Parish have spent a year uh, providing and uploading material to demonstrate that we, like the other 90-plus schools in the association, or complying with those. Those are the same for every school, from Mark School at Presbyterian down in Houston uh, to Parish here. But it's the aspirational side where everybody is, is mission-specific, and that's the beauty of independent schools, right? We are uh, who, we, who we state ourselves to be, and we are not uh, standardized with the other schools in, in the association. And so there's really those two components that are part of this accreditation process. So you mentioned this team, and I think it's important for our listeners to understand that these are – also volunteer servants you know i called them today essentially it's a it's a it's an act of, of humble collegiality you know they, they leave their school communities uh from uh different schools across the association they may be teachers or administrators etc uh and come and 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 serve in uh in this capacity and use the chair facilitate and lead that um so tell me a little bit about uh the work that you do with these volunteers to take them from being 18 disparate individuals from different schools and form into a, an entity that's going to come here and spend some time digging deeply into parish yeah so so the 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 i think most interesting and compelling thing about this team was because of the nature of this visit and because of your willingness as a school to be um you know a little bit different and to look at things a little bit a little bit differently this this team is the this is the first accreditation in the either association for the year and this team was chosen first so it's first among equals right but these are this is sort of the cream of the crop in the association so we have 
you know, uh, business officers, we have fundraisers, we have division heads, we have registrars. So really it is kind of bringing the talents together, assessing what it is that the school is trying to examine and then trying to, you know, trying to build a team or trying to build, you know, uh, groupings in that team where their talents align with, you know, the, the conversations that the school needs and wants to have. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all school people, right? So it's really, there's a joy about coming to an, another school that you may not be all that familiar with and honestly getting into classrooms, mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. to teachers, talking to students, you know, for the, for the finance guy on our team, getting into the business mm-hmm. office, looking at spreadsheets, right? Uh, so that's, that is enriching for, I mean, I would hope it's enriching for anybody in, in their profession, but particularly for people yeah. in schools, going to visit other schools uh, is, is not a burden. And so when you, when you add on to that, the responsibility of accrediting, right? I mean, that's, that's why the associations exist, right? Is to, is to put their imprimatur on, on our programs and say, yeah, you, you can mm-hmm. be a school, you can function, you mm-hmm. can confer that diploma at the end of the 12th grade. And in the case of Parrish, you know, when you, when you get a group of educators <coughs> together uh, with that task, I will say, you know, uh, this, this team took the, took the job very, very seriously. It was, um, and, and this is, I think, reflective of the, the ethos at Parrish. It was a very collaborative mm-hmm. effort. Mm-hmm. N- nobody on the team knew each other mm-hmm. before. And, and I was really amazed to see the, the groupings around the conversations that your team created mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. and sort of how our, our team um, kind of got together from a strengths perspective mm-hmm. and really collaborated on, you know, trying to trying to do what was best for the school. You've had intermittent meetings with them. They received from us a 150-plus page self-study. They had, again, over 50 standards of documentation that in some instances they were asked to review. So their, their work um, goes back uh, well into the summer, and, and you coordinated with them beginning back in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I have been in conversation uh, over a year ago when you were selected and named chair. So, you know, I think to convey to our families uh, um, that, that this process that the Independent School Association of the Southwest, Southwest Association of Episcopal Schools, ask uh, their schools in, in, to, to live into is a vigorous one. Yes, it's every 10 years, but uh, it is a multi-year process with a year of self-study preceding uh, the actual p- uh, period of visit so that when the team gets here, uh, they can really uh, help the school um, assess where they are operationally, identify some some places where they're going to make recommendations to us and how we could do the those uh, operational elements better, uh, but in, in the case that Mark's referred to with these conversations we've set up here, you know, join us in some aspirational thinking, you know, join us uh, in, in, in pondering how we can uh, live into our mission to prepare students for the complex global society even, even, more, even more effectively. So uh, you've, you've, uh, we've hinted together a little bit around the edges of, uh, of the difference in this uh, visitation. Our association offered uh, about 24 months ago the opportunity for schools to begin to customize their accreditation model, not to get too into the weeds here, but uh, if folks are paying attention to education circles, how colleges and universities get accredited, to what standards they're held, to how much the accreditation process moves uh, what is inarguably the uh, uh, the, the slower moving, slower to tra- change industry that is education, like what role accreditation should play in that is part of the national conversation, both for secondary schools like uh, like Parrish and uh, for colleges and higher education. Our association uh, recognizing this um, took, took the step to approve uh, a process whereby schools could 
suggest that a model that was uh, less standardized and less siloed and less uh, um, sort of uniform across all sorts of different school missions that schools could apply and say we want to do it a little bit differently. So uh, it just so happened, uh, very fortuitously, that uh, that that parish uh, was coming up on its uh, accreditation process at, at that time. So we did structure our visit uh, and our self study, frankly, um, in in quite a in quite a different format in a way that posed challenges uh, not just to our organization but to those that that visited us. Uh, and the primary difference was that we. Uh, pitched to you all uh, eight uh, kind of critical questions that are confronting us at this point as we move our institution forward. So maybe explain, you know, as you experienced it, what the format of those uh, ex uh, those conversations were. And as one who's chaired a lot of visits, you know, what you thought some of the positives of that format were and what you think some of the negatives of it were. Yes, yeah, so well, I, th I think for me at least, you know, <clears throat> as, as, with, as with anything, I think in education today, I mean, there's there's the risk of irrelevance, right? So so you know, you and I are probably about the same age. Yep. You know, we we didn't grow up together, but I can promise you, we we probably went to the same school, yep. right? And that school, that approach to, to learning is irrelevant. I'm mm -hmm. sure your I'm sure your mm -hmm. parents know that. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what's what's behind the the reimagine effort, right? Yep. Um, you know, accreditation is this is in the same conundrum, right? It's like if if all we're doing is checking boxes. That's for for a school that's really trying to lean into its own, you know, educational relevance, right? right? For that process to remain, it's irrelevant. It, it it makes no it makes no sense. So in what, fact, it could be considered uh, a make work experience. Exactly. Like it's just sort of empty effort. And, exactly. Right? Yeah. No. For I think for any institution, for a school that that values collaboration and that, that values sort of the, what we talk about, like the generative process of, of ideas, to, to then take a step back into, you know, Laura Ingalls' wilder land and, and you know, get into the, into the cart and horse and buggy yeah. and just check boxes. I mean, that's, that's irrelevant. It yeah. doesn't make any sense right. for our institution. So, you know, uh, but, and you and I have talked about this, I mean, there, there is an element in any, with any change, it's an element of fear associated with that, right? I mean, my community would be a little bit scared, uh, you know, if, if we abandoned the, the checklist altogether, because that's, it's reassuring, mm -hmm. right? It's like, I've, I've met these, these standards, right? And so, um, so what I've appreciated as, as the, the and, and my, you know, my, my alliance or allegiance in this job as chair is, is with the association, I'm Correct. not an officer of parish, right? right. Has, has been, it's been interesting for me to sort of, you know, see the association's willingness to put its, you know, little toe in, in the pond of a, of a new model, right? And, and to give you all the opportunity to suggest that model. And, and so what, what we experienced, I think, in leaning into that was a lot less of the kind of siloed approach to accreditation. And what I mean by that for, for folks who aren't associated with, with schools is that typical accreditation come in and you have somebody who's looking at the English department. And that's kind of all that person's looking at, right? And, and there isn't anybody else that's on the team that's looking at the English okay. department. And so what this model gave us the opportunity to do is we're still looking at, you know, the, the curriculum, uh, you know, plan that includes the humanities, but we're looking at it in the context of the broader sense of teaching and learning, you know, in, in, in the school and where teaching and learning could go. And so that's a much more interesting, rich and, and collaborative conversation. Mm -hmm. So what I saw, very practically speaking, around the table mm -hmm. uh, in the accrediting in the in the room with the accrediting team was 
a lot of collaboration, a lot of people from different disciplines talking about in a very rich and a very compelling way, talking about teaching and learning, Mm -hmm. talking about time. Mm -hmm. How do we use time? Mm -hmm. How are you all using time? How are you contemplating using time? Mm -hmm. And how can we, how can we help you, you know, examine that? So, you know, I I think there, um, you know, there's, there's got to be the conversation. We've got to be, um, considering the, the relevance of the checkbox model versus, you know, schools that are, are much more interested in leaning into, you know, a, 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 an iterative, generative, generative, collaborative kind of approach. Yeah, and our eight questions really did cover the expanse of the institution. We had multiple on the teaching and learning area where Mark, uh, where Mark was enumerating, but we had some on uh, financing of a new facility. We had another on uh, the future of, uh, of fundraising here. We had another on how we're communicating and managing the change management within our community, which is a, a vexing challenge for us. So we really tried to put them out across that way, and I would agree that I think for me, as one who's experienced visitations and then also led them, um, engagement um, and relevance of topic, relevance of conversation were the two um, primary features that I noticed. I hear, I hear you intimating what maybe the drawback of the focus was that some people missed Oh, dig, for sure. Miss dig, dig, digging deep in the English department and seeing how is it actually operating right now. Yeah. You know, and so there is that delta and where this goes, Parrish was incredibly honored to have this opportunity. I think for our community, we should say that it's it, not every school would have been afforded it. So it says something to the reputation of the parish that the association even said, yes, Parrish, we trust you to, to do this. We tried to live fully into the um, opportunity uh, presented to us to honor it with uh, uh, a, a significant effort at planning and and uh, vigor and um, well, what I would, thoughtfulness. What I would say too, in true, you know, for for uh, for people who are listening, who are in your community, in true parish style, you know, it's you know, it's not like you just you just decided to do a half a halfway, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. the, the the model that you proposed was, you know, to use your favorite word, was audacious, yes. right? And mm-hmm. and it was intentionally that way. But I think you know that's that's how you get and and an organization Mm -hmm. that uh is 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 taking this kind of thing seriously that's how you get get that organization to really Mm -hmm. sit up and say okay wow there there's there's a lot that we we need to think about there and and there's there's a lot of room i think between sort of where where the current state of accreditation is in most associations today and then and then the very very forward thinking and forward leaning uh, process that we just went through here Um, but I mean, it takes it takes a provocateur, yeah. right, to to get the to get the conversation going. Yeah, and I would agree with that. I think the the psychology here has been that we are about we are a place that's about wondering, a place about pondering and looking forward with with some with some audacity and some boldness, and is wait, willing to absorb the fear that went into this. And believe me, there were many points of uh, of uh, uh, some despair and despondence over the last year of whether we could um, actually execute this to the level that we that we wish to do. But we see that. In, this, in the parish DNA as part of the kind of pioneer psychology that in fact has us in the very building that we're in today. Non-traditional, uniquely uh, equipped and, and fitted for schools is sort of the parish, the parish story. So I guess in wrapping up then, you know, uh, we will have uh, time down the road to share uh, in greater detail with the community what the recommendations of the, of the team are. And, and you're not two hours from, uh, you know, having said goodbye to the team members. So you, you certainly haven't processed and written it all out. But if you were to say, you know, two or three things the team saw that resonated with them as, you know, highly positive and highly worthy of commendation, 
maybe a couple of things on the other side that at a very general level they're like yeah these would be these would be important things for you all to be thinking about or attending to maybe give us a little uh, sneak peek uh, at uh, some of the things this community will be talking about in the months ahead yeah so um, I would say first and foremost the the, the committee and, and let me say this you know um, the committee is not most of the committee not from Dallas right. so from uh, every you know sort of you know corner of the of the association the, the degree to which the, the committee was sort of stunned by the, the progress that mm-hmm. the school has made, certainly since the last accreditation, which was 10 years ago, okay. but even really, if you, if, you, if you even stretched out another five or seven years over that, the, the place that the school occupies in, in the market mm-hmm. is remarkable mm-hmm. for, for the you know, if you don't mind my saying this, or the sweet little church school that was 20 sure. years ago or 25 years ago yep. is, is, is just remarkable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as, associated with that, you know, the, the energy, the passion, mm-hmm. the enthusiasm among every constituency mm-hmm. for the school and for the place that the school occupies, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's mm-hmm. really, I mean, it's, it's, it's stunning. So, so it's an authentic, it has an authentic feel to it. Oh, absolutely, yeah, right. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it's, but it's still so... <clears throat> wonderfully tied to that you know entrepreneurial mm-hmm, spirit mm-hmm. of the founders right and the, the the dna of the school that was you know at that was pds yes, right yes is still there mm-hmm. it's still so much like you said it the, the pioneer spirit we, right. we talked about entrepreneurial spirit you talk about the pioneer spirit mm-hmm. very very much mm-hmm. and i would want people to understand too you know even though this this was a different kind of model this is an incredibly healthy school, mm-hmm. right? And so the the team is charged with assessing that health, and that that came across very, mm-hmm. very, mm-hmm. you know, very, very well. Mm-hmm. So I would say you know, that was one one takeaway. The other takeaway is just you know um, the the extent to which your community is willing to lean into, you know. Uh, really where education is going mm-hmm. right and, and in a way that's in in many ways fearless mm-hmm. and uh, you know this idea that um, we're, we're not scared to take risks mm-hmm. we're not scared to make mistakes mm-hmm. to fail to mm-hmm. pilot to mm-hmm. test mm-hmm. that was refreshing mm-hmm. it's it's just I mean I don't know if you're if the people who are listening are going to realize how unique that is, particularly in the, the area of education, yeah. which is very unique. Many will admire it. Some will uh, rue it. <laughs> there's right. probably a combination well, of that, both that, in our market. It's yeah, all fair. For sure. well, I, it's I, all I fair. Would, I would say, you know, uh, maybe that's why I got chosen to lead this. <laughs> Indeed I, it is. I admire it. And yeah, I, you know, we're I know trying you to do. lean into that in, at my school, yes. too. So, you know, what what are we, you know, what are you going to hear us talk about? You know, I mean, there there is, uh, there's a lot, a lot of change mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. on. And I think there's a the the cons- the concern about just sort of balancing that that change uh, in in every way that the change needs to be balanced. Mm-hmm. So there's a communication element to right. that. There's a there's an alignment element to that. Right. There's a you know there's you know the we, we talked at the team level about how probably the your your you know lower school parents aren't aren't so concerned mm-hmm. about that, but your upper school parents mm-hmm. are because mm-hmm. college is on the horizon. Correct. So so I think there's you know the, the the degree to which you're you're being sensitive to and intentional about you know uh, managing and mm-hmm. communicating uh, the change, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think uh, you know really uh, the, the the I think the piece that goes that goes unsung and this is just my personal opinion mm-hmm. about parish 
is is your Episcopal identity mm. and the and the importance of that in just sort of the the culture today, yeah. right? And I I mean culture writ large, not not necessarily the Dallas culture, right? right? But but you know the the extent to which you all are are you know still willing to embrace that right. as core to to who you are and 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 everything that's really wonderful about you know um, the the Episcopal piece of you know uh, celebration of the whole child mm-hmm. you know the 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 importance of diversity and inclusion mm-hmm. and equity yep. and justice yep. which mm-hmm. all all of that is so obvious here but you know needs to be you know highlighted and mm-hmm. leaned into mm-hmm. as you move right. forward so and not a, lost as you change exactly because right? exactly. I'll often talk about this notion of that Episcopal identity being uh, sort of the, the the root or the foundation. Right. right upon which uh, and above which perhaps uh, some of these elements of looking forward to the, the complex global society and this sort of right education model to, to prepare kids for that exists and so there's a bit of that tension that you mentioned in your open around the change and stability element and fiscal identity piece represents a lot of the traditional and yeah. the stability uh, and the and the change element of course is captured in our in our reimagined vision so we're well, looking and you know I don't I'm sure you guys are having this conversation this is certainly a conversation we're having at our school is the idea that um, you know we're, we're as as schools that that appreciate um, you know the the faith element the the souls of our of our kids right our families you know I think we're being relied upon more more often to to, to fill voids that that have been created in the broader culture exactly yeah, and yeah. so that and so that's a challenge mm-hmm. because we are schools and not churches yeah. right and so we do have this. Um, obligation to to educate the whole child, but but we would say, and I think I think parish too, you know, the soul is a part of the whole child, yeah. right? And so I think that's something that, um, you know, amid like you say, amidst all this change and the swirl that's going on, that would be something we would we would absolutely not want you to to lose to lose track of or lose yeah. hold of. Well, I'm indebted to you as a professional colleague for your thought partnership over the last year, playing uh, playing the foil and uh, and the provocateur. Um, there were probably um, fewer than five heads in our 90 school association that would be uh, uh, both of the uh, philosophical orientation, the open-mindedness, uh, the, the fearlessness to when asked and called, and I had an opportunity to, to inform who would be our chair, would have even accepted it. And so Parrish is blessed that you happen to be on the role of eligible heads of school <laughs> for this year's visit, and uh, we're better off for, for you having done this. And I, and I hope, as you and I have discussed, that the, uh, the association um, takes what's happened here and continues to um, uh, uh, explore this as a possible uh, means for future accreditation. So thanks, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate no, it's it. great. We really enjoyed being here. Yep. Thank you. Yep. yep. Thank you for listening to this edition of the From My Angle podcast. I hope you will share it with those in your community of friends and colleagues. Please join us for upcoming episodes where we discuss how educational innovation intersects with the student and programmatic experience at Parish Episcopal. Until next time, thank you for being with us on the From My Angle podcast.